Shalom to all. Today's daf is Pesachim Daf Dalit. We're starting at the top of the daf. First line, first word on the line. Today's daf is sponsored by Daniel Daniel Mordechai Ben Chana. He should have atzlacha and siyata deshmai in everything he does. And the Gemara says, Rav Barachud Rabchia Ubarachase. He was the son of the brother Rabchia and also the son of the sister Rabchia. Rabchia had a half sister from his mother and he had a half brother from his father. And this half sister and half brother married each other. They had a child, Rav. So Rav, Kisal Kulhasam, when he went there, meaning when he went to Eretz Yisrael, Rabchia lived in Eretz Yisrael. Amarle Rabchia asked Rav, Evu Kayam, is your father Evu alive? Amrle, he responded, Ima Kayamas, you should have asked me if Ima's alive. Ima was the name of his mother. Amrle, he asked him, Ima Kayamas, is your mother alive? Amrle, he said, Evu Kayam, you should have asked me if my father's alive. And through this exchange, we see that Rav was intimating that neither of his parents was alive. Amrle, the Shameh, so Rav Chia told his servant, Chotz Limanali, take off my shoe, because he's an Avil, and Avil's not allowed to wear shoes. And please take my Kalim after me, and let's go to the bathhouse so I can wash up. Shmamina, at last, we learned three things from here. Shmamina, Avil, Asr, We learned that an Avil is not allowed to wear shoes. Ushmamina, we also learned delayed hearing. If a person hears that someone had passed away, one of his immediate relatives, that he has to sit shiva for him. However, it was delayed and it came after 30 days of the person's death. In a person only has to treat himself like an oval for one day. And we also learn that part of the day is like the entirety of the day. And since for a moment he had taken off his shoe, showing that he's an oval, he's now allowed to go to the merchats, the bathhouse, which usually is not allowed for an oval. And Ahud Amr, there was a person that always used to say, whenever there was a discussion about business, I'm only going to hear hear this in front of a judge, I want the bezin to paskin what the halacha should be in this case. Amri, people said, it must be that this person comes from Shevet Don. The chsev, it says about Shevet Don, Don Yadin Amai, Don will judge his people, Ka'achat Shevetei Yisrael, like one of the judges of Yisrael, and this person that's always running to bezin, it must be that he's from Don. And Ahudava Kazal is a person that was always going for Amr, and he would say, at the edge of the sea, meaning by the beach, I'm going to establish my palace. Badku, they checked Vashkechu and they found him as Zvulun Kasi. He was from Shevet Zvulun. The Chesivit says in the Pasuk, Zvulun, Lechaif Yam Yishkain, Zvulun dwells by the edge of the water, meaning by the beach, by the shore. And that's why he was always talking about building his house by the seashore. And now back to discussing Midi Chametz. V'hashat the Kaimelon. Now that we've already established the Kuleyama or Urtuhu, that everyone agrees that the word R of our Mishnah means the nighttime and that we're supposed to be Dikas Chametz at night. Mechti, let's see. Bein Rabbi Yehuda, Bein Rameir, both according to Rabbi Yehuda and Rameir, and we will learn of their opinion later on today. It's only also to have chametz in your possession from the sixth hour, Erev of Pesach, and onwards. So let's just check the beginning of the sixth hour. Why are we checking so early? And if you're going to say Zriza Magdim because Zriza Magdim if a person says Zariz, he likes doing things with alacrity and with speed, and therefore he does it early. So so he should check in the morning. The Chesavit says in the Pasuk, on the eighth day, a child should get a bris milah, Tanya, we have a brisa, the entire day we could do bris milah. People that are Zrizim, they do mitzvahs early. Shenemar, how do we know that? By Ash came out from a biker. It says that Avram Avinu got up early in the morning in order to take Yitzchak to Akedes Yitzchak. So we see that Zrizim Akdimin means you should do it in the morning, but not the night before. So why are we doing Bidikas Chametz at night? This is a time where people are found in their house. During the day, they're out at the market, they're going to the mikvah before Yantef, and they're not necessarily at home. Therefore, the most opportune time to do it is the night before when everyone's going to be at home. And also, it's much more beneficial for Bidikas Chametz if you do it by the light of a candle, which we're going to learn about later on.
sun, and light of a candle works much better at night than it does during the day. Amr Abaye, Hilkach, therefore, hides over Rabbanu, and this Talmudical scholar, Loy Liftach he should not start his set learning time at night, but Urta the Tleisar, the Nagyar Besar, on the night of the 13th, which is before the light of the 14th, meaning the night of Dikas Chametz. Why? Perhaps his learning is going to end up pulling him, he's going to get very involved in the Sugya, and he's going to end up holding himself back from doing the mitzvah. Therefore, no learning your set night Seder before Badikas Chametz. And more about Badikas Chametz. Someone rents a house to his friend on the 14th on Erev Pesach. Who has to check the house for Chametz? Does the landlord have to check over Chametz? It's his Chametz. The tenant has to check over Chametz. Because the Isser is in his Rishos. He has rights of usage to this house on Pesach. So at the end of the day, it's in his Rishos. So perhaps he has to check it for Chametz. If someone rents a house to his friend, so the tenant, he has to put up a mezuzah. So we see that if there's a mitzvah that's relevant to the house, so the renter is the one that has to do the mitzvah. The Gemara says, not a raya. Mashashi had already said in regards to mezuzah, mezuzah hadarhi. A mezuzah is the responsibility of the person that lives there. Why is that? Because the Pasuk says, on the mezuzahs of your house. And the drasha is, your comings and goings. So whoever does the comings and goings of the house, he's the one that has to put the mezuzah on, namely the tenant. Whereas over here, Rashi explains that since the chiv of Badikas Chametz is drabanon, and really he could be mevatel it without doing the medika, so who are we going to be matriach and trouble to do the medika? Hachamai. Who's going to have to do it over here, says the Gemara. Amr l'hurav nachamar Yitzchak. Tanina, we have a price that says, Hamaskar bas l'chaveri, someone rents a house to his friend. If before he gave the keys over, it was the 14th, Hamaskar l'chavari, so the landlord has to check. If he already gave him over the keys, and now it's the 14th, meaning he got the keys before the 14th, then the tenant has to check. And another question about this. Someone rents a house to his friend on the 14th. Chazkasei badak, ayen chazkasei badak. Does it have a chazaka that it's been checked already or not? Can we fairly assume that it was checked and now the person that's going in there for Pesach, he wants to have a nice yantif, does he have to check it or does he not have to check it? The Gemara asks, What's the difference? Why doesn't he just ask the landlord, did you check it for Chametz? So we say, He's not there, you can't ask him. He already left on his Pesach vacation, so he's not available at telephone, email, or fax. So therefore, there's no way to know whether or not the house was checked for Chametz. The question is, Are we going to ask the tenant to check it for Chametz? Everyone's trustworthy to say that beer chametz happened. I feel anashim, even women. I feel avadim, even servants. I feel ketanim, even children under bar mitzvah. And my time, Mahamni, why are they believed? Usually they aren't believed when it comes to something that has Allahic implications. So why would we believe them over here? Isn't it because we have a chazaka that it's already been checked? We hold. Everyone's considered a chaver when it comes to bidikas chametz. Now, a chaver is the term the Gemara uses to describe a knowledgeable Jew, one that is careful to keep halacha. And Alma Aretz is the opposite of a chaver. So we're saying over here that everyone is considered a chaver when it comes to B'dikas Chametz, and we assume that he did what he was supposed to do. How do we know? The tiny we have a brasa. Chaver Shemes, we have a chaver that died, v'nech megur pears, and he left a warehouse full of fruits, and we don't know whether or not proper trumas and maestros were taken off. Even if the chiyah of taking off trumas and maestros was only chal today, for whatever reason, we already have a fair presumption that they were already fixed up, and all of the trumas some were taken off of it. So we know that when a chavar has to do something, he did it already. So therefore, we can fairly assume that he had checked his house for chametz, and that's why we're allowed to believe them. The Gemara asks, Omimai, who says that so? Maybe the reason why we're considering the house being checked is Mishum de Ka'amrihani, is because these people, the woman, servant, or child, had told us that it was checked. 
but without it, we wouldn't believe them. Ask the Gemara, Does the statement of these people carry any weight? Does it have any substance? We never believe them. It must be that there's a chazaka that it's been checked. The Gemara asks, So you're saying there's a chazaka that it was checked and that's why? But hi, it says in the beginning of the Bri, so everyone's believed. It should have said that all houses have a chazaka that they were checked. If everything's reliant on the chazaka that it was checked and nothing to do with what they're telling us, so then why does it say that we believe what they're telling us? Elamai must be Mishumamir Dahani. It has to do with their statement that it was checked. Holy but if they do not tell us that it was checked, loy, that means we do not assume it's checked. So let's learn from here that there's no chazaka that a house was checked for Khamid. The Gemara says no. Loy, really I'll tell you that every house has a chazaka that it was checked for Khamid. What are we talking about over here? The We know for sure that this person, this homeowner, he for sure did not check his house for Khamid. There's at least a chazaka that he didn't. And these people are saying that no, but Kine, he did check it for Khamids this year. We might have thought the Rabbanon would not believe them because they're a woman, a servant, or a child under Bar Mitzvah that's usually not believed to say such a thing. Since the whole Chiva B'dikas Chamitz is Midrabanan anyway, the Midrai Raisa Bittal Ba'amasagule, because Midrai Raisa, you could just be Mavato the Chamitz and nullify it, and you don't really have to do B'dikas Chamitz Midrai Raisa. Himnuhu Rabbanan, Midrabanan, the Rabbanan believe them when it comes to a Rabbanan anyway, so that's why the woman is believed to say that the house was checked, but in a standard case where we know that a person usually will check their house for Chamitz, therefore we're going to say a standard house has a Chazaka that it was Badak that it was checked for Chamitz. And right away the Gemara asks, Yibailu Hamaskar Basla Chavir Bechaskas Badak. A person rented a house to his friend and it was Bechazaka that it was checked. And it turns out that it wasn't checked for Chametz. Mahu, what's the halacha? Miyava Kamekachtos, Oiloi. Is it considered like a Mekachtos? Is he allowed to back out of his rental agreement and say, I'd assume that it was checked and it's Bechaskas Badak and it turns out that it's not checked for Chametz? I'm going to go find myself another rental for Yantif. Tashma, the Gemara says, the Amr Abai, he tells us, We don't have to ask this question. If we're talking about a city where people do not not hire a third party to check their house for chametz, and they check it on their own. So this person is not allowed to back out of the rental agreement, even though he thought it was checked, and now he's come to the place and it turns out that it wasn't checked. Nonetheless, he's not allowed to back out, because he would have rented it anyway, even if he knew that it wasn't checked. Why is that? Because a person wants to do a mitzvah with his body, meaning he wants to go and check the house himself, it's a good thing to do a mitzvah yourself. Even if we're talking about a place where the custom is to hire someone else to check your house for chametz, the same way you hire someone to clean your car for Pesach, so you hire someone else to check your house for chametz, so now he's going to have to add more money on top of what he already is paying for the house in order to get someone to come and check it for chametz. Nonetheless, he still is not allowed to back out of the rental agreement. Why? money because a person wants to make a mitzvah with his money. Rashi explains that he must have found some other reason for wanting to renege on the rental agreement because a person's happy to spend money on a mitzvah even though it wasn't originally in the budget. So at the end of the day, a person comes to the house for Pesach, it turns out that it's not checked, he is not allowed to back out of the rental agreement. And now the Gemara discusses a seemingly unrelated topic. Tanan Hassan, we have a mission over there later on in the Masechta. Rav Meir Reimer, he says, We could eat chametz the entire fifth hour of the day, but it has to be burnt at the beginning of the sixth hour. Rabbi Hudamer, he says, You're allowed to eat at the fourth hour of the day, and it's hanging the fifth hour, meaning you do not have to burn it, you're not allowed to eat it, but you're allowed to give it to your animals, says Rashi, but you have to burn it at the beginning of the sixth hour. So the Kuli Alma, Mio Chametz, Mishesh, Asul, Mal, Aser. Everyone agrees that from six hours and on, it's Aser. Minalan, how do we know? 
of this. Amar Baya says, There's two psukim. Ksivit says in the pasuk, Shivas Yamim Saar Loi For seven days, leaven Saar, which means chametz, is not allowed to be found in your house. That means for seven full days, you're not allowed to have chametz. Ksivit in the pasuk says, On the first day, you have to destroy chametz from your house. That implies that you're allowed to have chametz in your house on the first day, and then it must be destroyed. So how do we answer this stira? The rabbis, Arbasar Labir, is really telling us the chametz has to be destroyed on the 14th. So when it says Bayim Harishan, that doesn't mean the first day of Pesach, that means the day before the first day of Pesach. And the Gemara is going to discuss how the first day means the day before the first day. The Gemara asks, Let's say that the Pesach is really telling us that the night of the 15th, meaning Seder night, that's when you're supposed to destroy your chametz. Because I would have thought, it says it's usher to have it during the day. It's only usher to have it at day, but not at night. That's why the Pesach is telling us that you're not allowed to have it at night, and that's why you have to destroy it on the 15th. Who says it's telling us that we have to destroy Chametz on the 14th? So the Gemara explains, That I don't need a Pasuk for. Why not? We have a comparison, a Hekesh, between destroying Chametz and eating Chametz, and eating Chametz to eating Matzah. Destroying Chametz to eating Chametz, seven days, you're not allowed to have Chametz in your house. Anyone that eats Chametz, they're going to get Kares. So we see that destroying Chametz and eating Chametz is in the same Pasuk. You're not allowed to eat any In all of your dwelling places, you have to eat matzahs. So we have eating chametz and eating matzah in the same pasuk. And it says about eating matzah in the evening. You should eat matzah. So this is talking about Seder night, the night of the fifteenth. That's when we have to eat matzah. So if the night of the fifteenth you have to eat matzah, that means you're not allowed to have chametz already the night of the fifteenth. Which means at some time prior to the night of the fifteenth, it would be usher to have chametz. So the Gemara continues asking. Let's just say the pasuk's telling us that we have to destroy the chametz on the night of the 14th, meaning the night of Badika's chametz, that's when you have to destroy the chametz. We say, it says during the day, you have to destroy it during the day, not at night. We continue to ask, let's say it's talking about in the morning, that we have to destroy it first thing in the morning. The Gemara answers, ach. it says in the Pasuk, ach, which means but or however, chilek, that limits or divides and tells us that the entirety of the day is an usr, we divide it. Part of its usr, part of its mutter, and that's why up until the sixth hour it's going to be mutter, but after the sixth hour it's going to be usr. We're going to stop here for the day. Tomorrow we're going to pick up with an understanding of how the word by Yom Harishain actually means the day before the first day of Pesach and not actually the first day of Pesach. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.